If you are sitting at home next to your radio, you're hearing the music faster than you are if you're in the hall. Listening for the secret. Searching for the sound. This is The Sound Podcast with Ira Haberman.
You've been listening to the Krasno Moore Project and their rendition of Billie Eilish's Lost Cause off the forthcoming record Book of Queens, due out later this week. I first heard about the Krasno Moore Project featuring Eric Krasno on guitar and drummer Stanton Moore a few months back when I was talking to Kras about King Canyon late in 2022. Anyway, this project is an organ trio that also includes keyboard player Eric Finland. While Kras and Stanton have played together, they've up until now never recorded together. Their forthcoming record, Book of Queens, out March 17th, is filled with contemporary covers and classic tunes originally created by well-known female singers. The Krasno Moore Project reinvents these tunes for their trio, and the results are impressive. I had the chance to catch up with Stanton Moore a few weeks ago before the trio made their first few live dates in this configuration. You know, when Krasno told me about this project, uh, I think a couple months ago, I was like, you surely to God, you guys have played together before. Like, it doesn't make sense that this is the first time, at least on wax that you guys have played together. Has it really been never before? I guess now that you point that out, we have not recorded together, but we have played together a lot. Okay. Over the years. And, you know, we've done all kinds of gigs um, during jazz fest and, late night gigs at the boom boom room after the Fillmore and, you know, lots of jazz fest things. And, and over the years we've, you know, festivals and they used to open for us with soul live. They would open for galactic. So, you know, lots of sit-ins and, and jam crews and, you know, all that stuff. So, um, you know, it feels like I've known Kraz forever. And I mean, basically have um you know my entire career basically i've i've known him but now that you pointed out i guess i haven't ever recorded with him and and you know to your point we kind of felt like how has this not happened before this makes complete sense yeah so uh you know we started working together and it's it's been such a natural fit and I, I love saying this and I keep saying this, Kraz is one of the only musicians that I've worked with who works as fast or faster than I do. So, you know, it'll be like, oh, we should do this. And next thing I know, like later that day, he's like, okay, I made that happen. And then, you know, I got in touch with that person and that's handled, you know? And so it's really fun to, to work with him in that way. And, you know, if you want a little bit of the story of like how all this came to be, you know, we were doing kind of an almost annual, but then interrupted by COVID um, gig, organ trio gig during jazz fest. And then we lined it up to do it again last year. And so before the gig even happened, Kraz reached out and he's like, you know, I've been thinking about this. He's like, what would you think about doing some more stuff together? Like maybe even kind of forming a project together and recording. And I said, yeah, that that would be cool. And then it just turned out that he was one block away from my house with his wife and his son and bumped into a really good friend of ours. And this really good friend, uh, Greg Lucas, who runs the Preservation Hall Foundation, he was like, Kraz, you know Stanton and his wife live literally feet away, like around this corner right here. Mm-hmm. 
And Craig's like, oh, wow. So he texted me. I was like, yeah, we're here. Come by. So he came by and long story short, my wife and his wife hit it off. Uh, and then in about 45 minutes, his son was naked in our pool, having the time of his life. And so it just, it was like a family affair right away to where, you know, he and I and our wives were all talking. It's like, yeah. And we realized we felt the same way. It's like, oh yeah, Eric's been saying this. Stanton's been saying this. Want to do, want to work a lot, but want to do more multiple night runs. Want to do, um, you know, not necessarily traveling in a, in a challenging way every single day. And so, you know, Kras was like, man, maybe we do to get this project rolling quickly. Maybe we do a covers record because the easiest record to come together for soul live was rubber soul live. And it was one of their most successful records. So he's like, we could jumpstart this thing by doing, doing a project, a covers record. Maybe we do like songs we grew up on or, you know, and I, I spit out there. What if we did all female artists, like all women in music and do organ trio instrumental renditions of women in music. And he's like, that sounds great. And his wife loved the idea. My wife loved the idea. My daughter listens to a lot of female artists and, um, you know, that had been in my mind because she pointed that out to me. She's like, dad, I don't know what it is, but I li- I seem to listen to a lot of female artists. And so, you know, she's got all these playlists. And um, so it just all came together real naturally. And we started coming up with songs that we would want to do and kind of made a playlist together of songs that we would think of uh, doing. And it just really came together quickly and, Keep in mind, this was all like late April last year. So this is not even a year ago. And so then we went, we're we're like, okay, when, when do we have time to record? Okay. And we went in the summer and recorded at Levon Helms. And then he, um, he was talking to new management. So we, you know, got them in place. And then he quickly started talking to his buddy, Chris Dunn over at, at Concord. And we got the label lined up and, Chris came to the to the mixing sessions and listened to the record, loved the record. And um, and then, you know, now we're signed on with Ted Curlin agency. That just happened a couple of weeks ago. So this whole thing is just like developed very quickly. Uh, and it's great. And it, and it feels natural. And uh, you know, I've always loved Kraz and and now working with him is is a joy. Let's unpack a few things. First, I want to know how a guitar player well, he's a multi-instrumentalist, but let's say a guitar player, because that's what he's known for, and a drummer decide, hey, we need an organ trio, because neither of you, to my knowledge, although he probably dabbles in it, um, neither of you play the organ regularly. So how did you decide that it was going to be an organ trio, right, like right off the top? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, you know, he's done a lot with Soul Live, and then I have had an organ trio with Robert Walter and Will Bernard, for years and I'm actually about to re-release those three records because the masters reverted back to me. Now I'm re-releasing them this year. And um, so we've both done a lot of organ trio work and you know, you could, you could get a bass player 
and a keyboard player. But, you know, for us, it just makes so much sense to get one person to play organ and bass. And we've both done so much of that. It, I think we both just kind of almost understood, yeah, it'll just be an organ trio. Um, and the other thing I want to unpack is the song selection, because there are classic songs, and we'll get to a bunch of them in a sec. But then, you know, Stay High from Brittany Howard, who, you know, I think that song is, what, five years old maximum? Like, it's not, it hasn't been in the ether that long, but it seems like such a natural fit alongside some of these classic R&B and soul tunes that it just fits. Was Was that the goal, was to sort of sprinkle in stuff from, like, you know, Brittany Howard and, and um, uh, Amy Winehouse alongside people like, you know, Aretha or Nina Simone. Like, it just seems natural to, to put those together. Yeah, that was the intent. And I, I think we, you know, we both kind of just understood that. But, but Kraz might have even said it first and then made sure that we suggested tunes that were both a little more current and, uh, you know, and classic, but I, I can't remember who spit out the name Billie Eilish first, but he had already done Lost Cause with another project. So he was like, you know, I've been wanting to cover some of Billie's tunes. I've been thinking about doing some of her stuff with, mm -hmm. with my organ, with my piano trio, like maybe doing a ballad rendition of of uh one of her tunes or you know so it's been on my mind to to play some of her music and and then Kraz was like he thought that this tune lost cause would be a good fit and so we started demoing all these things together to where um eric finland would maybe play organ to a loop and then send it and then i would replace the drums i would replace what was there and then we'd send it to Kraz and then Kraz would, would put his guitar on top of it. And I think one of the first ones that we did was the, the Amy Winehouse tune, you know, I'm no good. And, and as soon as we heard that and to hear Kraz tell it, he had been doing a session with a lot of reverb. So he just had that sound up. So he just said, well, let me just try this. And he did it. And it was so haunting. And, you know, we could, instantly envision driving down a highway uh with the ocean on the you know on the side of the road and at night with the top down it's like that kind of vibe to me yeah. and so we tried to keep that vibe on the rest of the record as well and i think that was one of the first ones that Kraz put to put guitar to and we instantly felt like oh yeah this is this is gonna work um, there are some superstars or soon to be superstars on this record as well. Um, uh, Corey Henry lends a hand on, on stay high, which we already mentioned. I would assume that Corey travels in some of the similar circles to galactic and certainly soul live. Um, how did, how did y'all get Corey to, to perform on the record? Yeah. So he and Kraz have known each other for a while. And of course I've, I'm aware of Corey, but, but we've never worked together. And then Kraz was like, oh yeah, let me reach out to Corey. And he did and uh, and made it happen. And he reached out to, to Branford, um, who he's worked with. And I've done a little bit of stuff with, with Bran, but uh, 
but not too much. And, you know, I've, I've played with him a little bit, but to get him on this record, it's, it was awesome. And he, you know, of course he's playing his butt off and, uh, and it was awesome to have him and Robert Randolph. I've, I've done a good bit with Robert over the years and he's just been our guest for two nights with Galactic at the Blue Note in New York. And then he just came out and was our guest in Tahoe. So it's funny that we had him as a special guest on this Crazy More uh, project. And then I started doing more stuff with him with Galactic right after we had him on this record. Um, It's so, to me, it's so interesting, the, the musician selection for the songs, because, you know, Peggy Lee's Fever, now now when I hear it, I can't not think of Branford's lines. Like it's just it's just so perfect how you fit Branford into that tune and and Robert Randolph mimicking Nina so so well, I think on on you know on pedal. It's 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 they all sound so natural and and to join the the trio, which is so strong. Were, was it was it that easy? Were they in session with you or did they fly their their parts in? So Branford flew his part in. He did that on his own. And I think Eric Finland went and uh, recorded Robert Randolph. And then Eric Krasno went to Corey Henry. I mean, right. yeah. Yeah. So it, it just seems like natural. So you're playing, you're playing shows and the, the idea is not to tour like like you did when you were 20, but to tour more conservatively, uh, how, how many songs are you going to, what, what is the, what is the set list going to be each night? Is it going to be stuff from this record? Is it going to be from book of Queens? Is it going to be other organ trio stuff that you've played before? Is it going to be just shooting for the stars live off the floor? Like what, what's the plan for the set list? Yeah. So that's a great question. And it's very much material from this record some of my past catalog so some of my organ trio stuff some of my original compositions and then some of kraz's past catalog so some soul live stuff maybe even some of his his solo stuff and he he might even sing one or two uh tunes in a set as well so we did record at levon helms for four days and then at the end of the fourth day we had an audience coming to Levon's and we played a set. Um, and it was very, that was the set. It was my past catalog, Kraz's past catalog, and a lot of material from this record. Um, because the record sounds so amazing and because you, you obviously get, get along and your wives get along, I would imagine that this is the first of many Kraz No More project records. That's the plan. Yes. And then we're already, blocking out dates to make the next record this summer. Wow. It must be, is it, I guess you guys have to block stuff out because between your solo stuff and all of the stuff that you do with, with, uh, you know, um, Garage a or Robert Randolph or Galactic, and then all of his solo stuff and his other project, his other new project that he, he was on the show to talk about. I mean, you guys are, each of you are so busy and scattered in, different parts of the country that I guess you have to, if you decide to do it, you have to commit to dates and studio right away. Oh yeah, absolutely. So 
our management team is in touch with the galactic management team and we you know make sure that there are no double bookings no overlaps and uh you know that's a lot of our our time and energy is focused on that and making sure that everybody feels good about what's going on nobody feels like well wait a minute we were planning this you know so there's uh luckily you know galactic is touring a little less uh, right now too so that allows me to to uh, to fill in some of those those holes with Grasmo Moore project is it a case of you always having to work like is is there any downtime for Stanton Moore or is it always go 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 that's a great question uh, I do like to take downtime and you know like last night my wife and I went on an epic date night and you know it's a Tuesday night but that's when I'm here in town right so this past weekend i was in tahoe with galactic this next weekend i'll be in san francisco with galactic the weekend after that we start krasno more tour so um so my wife and i will often go on date nights on a weeknight so we have another date night tonight uh that i'm very excited about and i really really enjoy just having that downtime with my wife and then we're going to jamaica in in June for a week and I like to you know read on the beach and uh and just basically do very little <laughs> really because I could see you on the beach just all of a sudden just you know uh drumming on the side of the chair or whatever like I, I can't see oh, yeah. between you and Kraz well, I can't see either of you just chilling out for very long so what what happens is my wife and I will wake up we'll have breakfast have coffee and then she knows that I want to practice for, you know, about an hour. And then she'll let me practice for about an hour. She'll go down to the beach, get our chairs, you know, say hi to the staff, get us situated and, uh, and maybe start reading whatever she's going to be reading. And then I go down and meet her and she gives me a little time to just, uh, you know, practice. I'll, I'll bring a pad and sticks. I'll also bring a, uh, a pad that I can play brushes on. So I shed a little bit with sticks, shed a little bit with brushes and come to find out, you know, flip flops on, <laughs> on your feet work good for, you know, for simple bass drum patterns. If I'm playing like a bossa nova bass drum pattern underneath some rudimental stuff, just so that I kind of maintain some facility and focus while I'm on vacation. And it's meditative for me too, you know? And then, uh, so I, I like to do that every day and then I go down to the beach. Right. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about Galactic while I have you here. Is there a new record in the works? Have you recorded it already? I there so yes. And so we just released an EP right. called Chompatulis that just came out in January. And one of the singles on there has has Sema Funk, Eric from Sema Funk on it. And I'm really digging that that release. That's one of the singles off the EP. And then we're working on a on a full length album with Irma Thomas right. as well. So we're intending on getting that out later this year as well. So this is going to be you know very active year for me with the Crash uh, Moore record coming out in March, re-releasing my three organ trio records in April. Galactic came the EP came out in January. Full length coming out later. I'm also, I've started demoing and, and writing with the band Corrosion of Conformity, 
who are longtime friends of mine. Yeah, I grew up with Pepper Keenan, and I made a record with them in 2005 called In the Arms of God. I'm the drummer on that record. And they're ready to make another record. And uh, and they approached me about doing this one with them. So I've got a lot going on this year. <laughs> and, and I assume Tipitina's is still... You're still managing Tipitinas too, right? Are you oh, yeah. still involved? So it's going going great now. It was the scariest thing I've ever had to do. Right, because you life. bought it just before COVID, right? You Yeah. So we we closed in November of 2018. And then we got a good 2019. And then March 14th of 2020, we had to close the doors on Tipitinas and cancel our West Coast twenty-fifth year anniversary tour with Galactic. So literally I had to shut everything down overnight as everybody did. But, um, but you know, that's really scary when, you know, for me, I had just uh, invested half of my retirement account into my contribution into Tipitina's. So, you know, <laughs> to cash out some of your life savings and, uh, and then you can't earn a cent uh, is, is pretty challenging <laughs> so it was definitely some of the most stressful scariest stuff that that we've gone through and luckily we've been able to get through that and uh and now things are doing better than ever for for the club for the club in new orleans right new orleans is back together and jazz festivals coming up next month and people are psyched yeah things are going good uh, dude thanks so much for taking the time i really appreciate it it's always uh great catching up and and uh Man, I, I just hear you hit the first notes of that tune and I knew right away it's a Stanton record. Like just the just the way you, you hit, it's just it's so Stanton Moore and and uh we love you for it. So so thanks for the record and thanks for taking the time, man. Really appreciate it. Yeah, well thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. It's good to see you. Always a pleasure catching up with Stanton Moore, especially around cool things like the Krasno Moore project. For more on the KMP, visit Krasnomore.com. Before we leave you, let's listen to another track off of Book of Queens. Here is the Brittany Howard tune, Stay High, featuring Corey Henry.
You've been listening to The Sound Podcast. Technical production by Adam Karsh and Andrea Ruse. Inspired by the music we love. For more, visit thesoundpodcast.com.